What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Heroes for Sale podcast. My name is Adam. I am your host. Uh, back for episode 50. Wow, just really pretty cool that we made it this far. Thank you, everybody, for listening. So today's episode, I wouldn't say it's going to be different because I'm still going to be rambling on about nonsense, but uh, I do want to, I feel like I haven't, I feel like I haven't explained, I feel like I've given a lot of takes and maybe people understand who I am and they know kind of my personality, but I kind of want to give a little bit of history uh, to how I got to the point where I am now because I was actually calculating some time of how long I've been making card content and I realized that it's actually longer than I had been doing other content on Instagram. So I want to take a step back and kind of go back to the origins and I'll make the I'll make the kind of the beginning part a little bit quicker, but we'll go back to when I was in high school. So I was in high school back in I graduated in 2011 and I think my sophomore year I took a digital photography class, which is the class that I was introduced to Photoshop, which is basically where it all began. And I think there's a bunch of times where I was trying to think of where I could even start this and be like, well, this is where it all began. And then I'm like, well, there was actually this time that I did this. And then that actually kind of affects the story and the timeline. But I would say that's probably where everything, my content journey began, I guess, if you want to word it that way. So back in high school, started the digital photography class, learned how to use Photoshop, uh, edited photos but then also was like learning the stuff and then I took a web design class my junior year and then senior year I luckily was able to take the graphic design two class which I didn't have to take the graphic design one class because the graphic design two class was a full year uh, and I wouldn't have been able to qualify for the class unless the teacher Mr. Holiday had signed off and said I was okay I had a bunch of friends who also did graphic design and they um, they vouched for me. So that's how I got into the class essentially. And basically from there, and I mean, I think, like I said, there's a time, there's going to be times in the story where I think I, to myself, I say, well, and that's where it all started <laughs> because I just feel like there's so many moments that you can, I can look back on in my life. And I've actually thought about writing like a book in the past and it's going to be, it was going to be called, or maybe I still will. It's going to be called, thank you. The insignificant moments of my life that actually changed my life or the insignificant moments that changed my life. Thank you to the, it's just going to say thank you in big letters. And then the little subtext is going to say to the moments, to the insignificant moments that ended up changing my life. And him, it could have, it was 50, 50. I bet you this professor probably didn't want, he was like, he probably, he didn't know who I was. So it's not like I had a class with him. So he didn't know that I knew graphic design and from there, my senior year, I spent the class, which was about 45 minutes in there. And my, my um, school was interesting because it, the fourth period was when you had lunch. So you, there was three waves of lunch. So you either would have lunch at the beginning of the period and then two full half periods of class. You'd have half of class, lunch, and then half the rest of the class. Or you'd have the class and then lunch after that. So I had the class and then lunch after that. And throughout basically the whole year, the professor let me stay in the lab, which was nice. So I got an extra like 20, 30 minutes of design time in there. And then senior year, most of us know from senior year, you had like extra classes, like you had an extra study class. And I had ended up having two classes. So what I did was I, I just went to the design lab. So I was designing for three hours a day, two, two and a half to three hours a day in the uh, my senior year of high school. And then I actually switched to when I was going to college, I went in for sports management. 
and I had a sports management class and a graphic design class. And after my first semester, probably two weeks into my first semester, I realized I want to switch to graphic design. Um, and then, and then again, like, like I said, that's, and that's when everything started. Actually, I'm trying to think if, I'm, so there is one piece of the timeline that I forget exactly when it happened. I'm going to, so I did had the graphic design. I probably, um, came back for the summer. It probably was either high school or college. And this is probably, this is the moment that I think really sparked, uh, sparked my concept for the book because it seems like just one of those random moments in high school that you had where you just messing around. So me and my friends made this rap song and it was like really terrible, but I rapped about McDonald's, like eating McDonald's. And it was, I don't like by chief Keith. I don't know if anyone remembers that song, but like, that's the beat that we rapped to. Um, and that is significant later on in the story. So then I, then I was in college. I was in doing graphic design, and then my going into going into my junior year, I was doing this thing where I was training. So I run this road race every year. This was actually this past summer was the tenth year that I've ran it in a row. So I ran it when I was in high school, which is cool. And I was actually training pretty hard for the race that year. And I wanted to train and get an. I want to get an hour. It's seven point two miles. So I had timed everything out and I basically figured out that if I could do, if I did a mile in this amount of time, I would be able to get the mile or I would be able to get the, the hour. So I was training for this race and I would run every day in the morning and then I would go back and I wrote like a script. Like I would, I had like, I had like 50 of these mini scripts that I had written, like just concepts of stories that I wrote in my head. And as I was running, I came up with the concept and I'd go back, uh, and I'd like write down all the stuff. And I mean, they weren't like phenomenal. There were a couple that I thought were decent. And I actually even wanted to go back and write full scripts for them. Um, but I didn't, I didn't end up, I think I maybe wrote one cause I had written like, there was this one story that I think is pretty good that I think, I don't know if I could ever do it, but if I, if I were to ever write a movie or do a movie, this would be the script I'd want to do. But, and I'm not going to, it's a whole thing I'm not going to get into. Maybe another podcast, I'll, I'll talk about the script and, uh, it'll, it'll be another podcast that's not about sports cards. It'll be about this script that I wrote my just junior year of college. So then going into my junior year of college, that's when things really changed because I started to take, and I, when you're in college, you kind of, uh, have, a, I think most people have this realization after their junior year that they're just, or during their junior year, they're just like, okay, this is, this is about to get real. I got to take things seriously. Um, and I did. And even one of my professors told me after the year was like, wow, you like really came in this year and you like, you really stepped it up a little bit. I was like, that's good. And then I became the president of the graphics club, uh, at my school. So like my senior year, I was president of my graphics club. So junior year, and this is, I'm going to go back to the McDonald's, McDonald's rap story. Uh, there was one of my fr one of the, I lived in a triple in a, in a house. So I went to LaSalle college in Newton. It's actually LaSalle university now, which is pretty, uh, pretty cool. But, uh, and they have these houses on campus that people live in and they're owned by the school. So it's not like a, um, it's not like a frat house or like a house that is, you have to pay rent. It's you, you can live in the house instead of living in a dorm. So the, the people that live next door, uh, one of my friends, Tim, he knew a, he knew a rapper from uh, Boston. His name was P. Goods uh, Garvey. He is, um, you know, he's one of my he's one of my close friends, and I, I didn't realize it back then. But then I realized that. So randomly, you know, in college, obviously, uh, you go out drinking and you come back to the dorms. And this and this this night, we actually 
I ended up rapping this song in front of everybody, and I don't know if it was the most embarrassing moment of my life or if it was the most influential moment of my life because P. Goods, Garvey, he, like, loved the song. He thought it was so awesome, and he was like... And, and, and from this moment, we became really good friends, actually. And then, so what ended up happening is I'm in college, and now I'm it's my senior year, and the um, I've talked to Garvey, and I've done some projects for him, like graphic design-wise, I'm still doing graphic design. I do graphic design now, but not as much as I was back then. So now we're going into my senior year. Uh, I'm the president of the graphics club. I am doing, like, so I was doing, like, daily, and this is kind of where I started doing I guess the, the script thing was kind of a daily content piece that I was putting together. But my senior year, I really was doing like daily designs. Like I was creating like logos and shirt designs like every single day, like spending two to three hours a day, like outside of uh, like outside of class doing design. Cause I still was doing the design stuff and uh, sort of along the rap, the, uh, the rap timeline, I guess. One of my other friends, Jimmy, who is actually one of my groomsmen, I'm getting married in September, he, he also makes music, and I made his, he had two volumes of a mixtape that he put together, and I made it like a dual, my senior project that you work on for the whole year was a dual CD cover, uh, and then packaging and all this other stuff, like basically everything that would come with like a CD release. And that's where I was doing that project. And then I was also doing my own projects on the side, which I hadn't gotten into Instagram at this point. So let's see now where, where are we on the timeline? So now I've graduated college um, and I am working at a place in Boston at a print shop. And I don't know like what I really want to do. Like I had this graphic design degree and I was, wasn't really doing graphic design, but like they had this logo contest to redesign the company's uh, logo and I won the contest. So like that was, I mean, that was considering I wasn't doing much designing at that time. That was like one of the big, that was one of my big achievements in my career so far. Like it was a, it's a relatively big company. I don't think, I'm, I don't know if I'm allowed to say the company, but uh it was it, they had two, they had two print shops here in Boston and one in Texas and I redesigned both logos and the story of that is actually kind of funny because I there was a bunch of they, they would they hired designers to come work there so like there was like four or five different there was four or five designers that actually worked at this print shop and there was a bunch of different areas of the print shop and we all did different things there but this logo contest so uh, the day of the presentation I'm supposed to go first and I go in there. They bring us into the conference room that's out of the print shop, and I come in, and they're just like, where are the designs? And I'm like, I was going to pull them up on the computer, and they're like, "Where's? is there a computer in here? And I'm like, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. So they're like, all right, just you know, what? Just print the designs out because we work in a print shop. So we go, they go, print the designs out, and then just have everybody else go, and you'll go last. And I'm like, oh, my God, I totally screwed up my opportunity to win this. And then I brought in the designs, and I was able to explain the designs pretty well. And they actually, then that's how I won basically. Cause they were like, you, you had designs, but you also were able to explain the elements of the design. And that's why we picked yours. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. So now Garvey comes back into the picture here because he has a company called music 411, which is like a Boston based music blog slash uh, entertainment company. And he, he had a graphic designer on the team and I had seen the graphic designer do a bunch of um, logos and a bunch of different things for, uh, people in Boston. So I, I asked him, I was like, who is this? Like, do you know this person? Can you get me in contact with them? I'd love to do some work with them. And he goes, oh, that person actually works for Music 411. And then that's when he brought me in to work with the team. And from there, I mean, again, another moment where it's like, 
this is the moment that started it all. Oh shoot, actually, sorry. So before this, I was, so in, in daily things. So this is actually, hopefully this is the last thing that I forget that I'm gonna have to go back. So as I'm working at Fidelity before I talked to Garvey, I was doing this thing where I was taking pictures and I was making album covers um, and I was doing that daily because like it was weird because at, at, oh, oh, I might've said it, whatever, it doesn't matter. At this place, there was two different shifts and one of the shifts that I originally started working at was, um, it was uh, 2 p.m. to 11 p.m. So I was going in and taking pictures of stuff, and then I would, in the mornings, I would kind of design stuff, and then they moved me to a different shift. They moved me to like a regular eight to four shift or whatever the, whatever the case was. And that's where I was, that's again, I was still taking pictures and editing the stuff, and I would use this, um, I would use the Wikipedia uh, article generator and like I would take just a phrase from the article and I would make that into an album cover like the, the uh, sorry the artist and like the uh, album name I would just I would put that into some sort of design where I took the picture and I edited the picture and I took and I mean they weren't great but I thought they were pretty cool like it was something that I was still doing and I didn't even realize like at the time like that would lead to this and like it's it's just interesting then another it's another one of those moments where it's like this is why i thought about writing the book is like if you if you're doing something just do it <laughs> like and this is maybe a little bit too motivational for everybody but if you're doing something do it to the best of your abilities because you never know what it's gonna turn out to be like sure i've done stuff and it hasn't turned out to be anything but like if i hadn't made a mcdonald's rap song and tried to make it the best rap song i never would have met garvey or if i hadn't been if I hadn't been writing or if I hadn't been um, making these album covers, I wouldn't have like pieces of a portfolio that I still use that show off my, show my photography and my editing skills. Like it's just, even if it's just something for yourself, like just try and do it the best you can because you never know when it's gonna, when it's gonna um, become something that you use for anything. So, okay. So now we're, now we're working for music 411. This is, we have a team of like, there's, eight or nine of us probably we're having conference calls every week uh i'm building the website which is kind of crazy i didn't really have much website experience but he i was like we should rebuild the website he was like okay cool let's do it and we did it and i built it and we had this whole thing we had like uh, a blog we have like a calendar with like music events from boston i was doing the instagram and twitter content for the company um i did like interviews with um <laughs> interviews with artists like which was okay so the one the interview that was probably the most interesting it was there was a rapper from atlanta his name was matt citron and he had a song it's so and it's so weird how serendipitous stuff like this can happen but like it, it's real and this is like it's hard to explain how lucky this kind of moment was in my life but it's so influential with like how i how things went, which is so crazy. So I was listening. I, we were, I was in the middle of working. I was still working at this print shop. It was like Friday morning. The new, I always listen to the new Spotify playlist because I made a Spotify playlist for Music 411. And the Spotify playlist, I would take some of the songs from the new, the new Spotify playlist and then put them onto our playlist and be like, this is ours for the, for the week or whatever. And this rapper named Matt Citron came on the list. And I was like, this guy is really good. He had this song called Save My Soul, and it was on the Spotify list. So I listened to it, and I was like, wow, this guy's really good. So I went to his social media, and literally he had tweeted when I went to his social media 10 minutes before I checked it. And he was like, I'm playing in Boston tonight. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is 
what are the chances of this? So I uh, I reach out to Garvey. I'm like, dude, this guy, he has a song on the Spotify playlist right now. Like, it's a new song, and he is in Boston tonight. Like, what can, can we interview this guy? Like, how can we... Because I had interviewed um, another artist named PJ. <clears throat> she is like a soul kind of rapper. Uh, and so I've done, the, I've done interviews in the past, and this was like an interview. I was like, dude, we got to do this interview because he is in Boston tonight, and we can probably figure this out. And I had no idea what I was doing. So I emailed the, the, his, he has a, a contact information in his Twitter. So I emailed the contact. I'm like, Hey, this is who I am. I work for this person. Can we set up an interview? Next thing I know, the manager is texting me and we're setting up an interview. And then we go to this, we go to his hotel and then we go to this. So, I, and if anybody's from Boston and they know the name of this place, I don't remember the name of this place because it's like an underground bar basically like it was like an underground place in boston that like you have to know you have to know the promoter to get in like it was just we went there and it was literally just on the side it was just a brick building with a door and there were people standing outside the door and they let you in and then you go up these like windy steps and then there's just like this huge open room and then there's all this like art on the wall it's i, I don't remember the name i think it's called like the sanctum or something it's like great it was absolutely insane so that was probably one of the craziest moments like of my life this happening um so now we're i'm at fidel oh dang it i said it again i think it's fine it's not a big deal um so i'm at i'm at the print shop and um so i am we're, we're printing and eventually it gets to the point where i'm looking for a new job and I am still working with Music 411, doing all of their social media content and stuff like that, and still kind of doing some of my own daily kind of stuff for myself. And then I find a new job where I'm working for a lacrosse company in Boston, and I'm doing their social media. And then that's where I started. Uh, so originally, it was it was Domus Designs, because Domus was a nickname I had in college because I was friends with somebody who loved to make up nicknames. Dom, if you're listening, this is a shout out to you. But I don't. Th you're probably not listening to this one, or you're probably not listening. But if you're listening, this is a shout out to Dom, uh, one of my good friends from school, from college. He he made up nicknames for everybody, uh, and mine was just Domus. It, it literally means nothing. I don't know. He never told me what it means. He just was like, "This is just your name now." So Domus. Like if you if you look me up on PS4, it's ASAP Domus. Um, but so, um, so Domus is Domus Designs. These are this is my first. Um, my first, I'm doing Instagram sports designs. And I started this in March of 2017. So this is right after I got my new job. I started, because the company was kind of showing me that Instagram could be used as like a, a marketing tool more than just like posting. Because like, um, that's what I was doing. And I didn't realize how powerful Instagram was at the time. So from there, I was working this job and then I was doing Instagram sports designs. And I kind of kept growing that to around 3,000 followers. And... Then I then I got a new job at the job that I'm at now, which is I'm still still working for like a sports company, excuse me, in Boston. I'm doing more. I'm doing more marketing, uh, expanding the role kind of that I had at this other job. But uh, sadly, my laptop actually died, so I couldn't con I could not continue to do the design stuff that I was doing because I didn't really have the capability. Like I do, I could do it on my work computer, but that would that. The only way I could really do that is if I was working remotely and working remotely, the speed was like super slow. So like I wasn't able to get out as much content as I wanted. So that's when, and I believe that was 
The last time that would have been maybe May of 20, it was either May or June of 2018 when that happened essentially. And that's when I started um, doing sports card content essentially. And how I kind of got started on sports card content is this whole time while I'm working at the print shop and then kind of it petered off a little bit, but I was playing a lot of MLB The Show and I was playing a lot of Madden. So I was playing like Madden Ultimate Team and I was basically just like flipping cards like on the market and I was like making coins and I had like two or three million coins and I'd like buy my team and then I just, I was like, no, I don't like this team. And I'd sell it all back. So um, that's where I got into this like card, the card game, I guess you could say it started there because then also with MLB The Show, if you have it hooked up on your computer, you can buy and sell cards on the market on your computer. So like on my way to work, I'd buy a bunch of cards and then at lunchtime I would sell them and then that's how I was, and then I would listen to Gary V like all the time and that's kind of my old, my, my old job kind of introduced me to Gary V and from there, I mean, as most people do, they just were like, okay, well, I mean, I think this guy knows what he's talking about. He's a marketing guy. I'm a marketing guy. I should be listening to him more. So I kept hearing him, him talk about his stories of being a kid and going to card shows and flipping cards at the card shows. And I'm like, that sounds really cool. And then, and then when I was flipping the cards on like MLB The Show and like Madden, I was like, there's got to be a way to do this in real life. And I mean, there is, but like, I didn't realize how hard it would be. So when I first started trying to do it, I was like trying to figure out how to flip these cards. And that's when I realized I literally had, I didn't know anything about cards. Like I, I started from, all I knew was that there were tops cards, basically. Like I, I, all I knew was that tops had made baseball cards because I grew up kind of opening packs and buying cards, but not to the extent that like I was just a kid, so I didn't really know like what I was. I was just buying stuff to buy stuff. Like I did a lot of Pokemon back then too, but you know it wasn't really super serious. And so now we're back to present day. Uh, maybe so not present day. So we're back to uh, May of 2018. So May of 2018 is when I start when I posted my first piece of Heroes for Sale content on Instagram. So actually, even before it was Heroes for Sale, it was two by three designs. And about a month in, I realized that, oh, cards are actually two and a half by three and a half. So 2.5 by 3.5 doesn't make sense. So I'm going to switch the name. And Heroes for Sale is actually, it was a, it was a company uh, in my town. It's, so it's, I'm paying homage to a company, old company in my town, the card shop actually where that was in my town when I was growing up that isn't around anymore. Um, so that's where the kind of the name came from itself. So that's when I started... Um, it originally started, so this is, I, I know I'm jumping around here, but so the content originally started because I wanted to take pictures of these cards. Uh, so I was buying packs and then taking pictures of them. And from there, I started learning more about them. And then I started learning about Bowman. And then I started learning about like all these other products that were coming out. And that's when I kind of started learning a little bit more about the market. And then I learned some more about like prospects. And then I started on uh, check on my cards and I wasted a ton of money on check on my cards, unfortunately, because I spent, I put like $20 in. I was like, okay, I'll figure this out from here. I bought a bunch of random like Bowman cards, like paper Bowman, like non first Bowman's. Like it was that, well, there's no demand for them, unfortunately. So like maybe someone will eventually buy them. But right now they're still sitting in my inventory back from a year and a half ago. Uh, so let's see. Then I kind of am going and I'm making, um, I'm making, not like information, but I'm reviewing card designs. Cause like I said, I did, I was doing sports card designs. Um, and 
from there, I was that's why I was interested in cards because I was interested in the design aspect of the cards and I wasn't, at the time, I wasn't as interested in the market because I didn't really understand it fully. And now that I'm more in the market, I'm more interested in the market than the designs still intrigue me and I'm still interested in new designs, but I'm not making as much content about designs rather than the market itself. Uh, so, so let's see, where can we go back? I mean, basically this whole timeline is, basically this is the whole timeline of where we're at now. So, cause now I've actually been making card content longer than I had been making sports design content, which is, I mean, pretty crazy considering it feels like I've been doing card content for not that long. And it felt like I was doing that other content for a while because like while I was doing the other content, like I made a whole, I made like a ebook sort of thing that like I started an email list of like sports designers and it was like a free sports, it was a free, free Instagram guide for sports designers. Essentially it's like how to grow your Instagram and why you should be using Instagram, all that kind of stuff. Um, and I mean, I, it, all the stuff that I'm kind of doing now kind of just, it kind of keeps the process going a little bit. So like, I think I started the podcast over the summer, probably, probably like June, I'd say is the first episode. I mean, actually I can probably just, I can just look it up. So I don't know for sure when I started, but, um, I guess we could also say like October, 2018 is when I downloaded TikTok too. So that's kind of influential based off the content that I'm making now, because I'm growing on TikTok pretty, pretty well. I mean, I think I know, I have a good kind of idea of what content will do fairly well, like on, on the platform itself. Um, and like, like for example, I have a Luca post up there right now that when I was making it, I was like, this post is going to do well because, um, because it's talking about like a high end card. Cause my most viral post on there was about the Mickey Mantle PSA six. And that has like a hundred thousand views. And this Luca, Luca post as of now has like 50,000. So um, but the thing is about TikTok, not all the TikToks are going to be like that. And that TikTok specifically was like my fifth one that I had posted that day. So I look at it as in like you, by posting more, you'll understand the platform more. And from there, you'll be able to decipher which posts will do well, essentially, if that makes sense. Um, so let's see, what else can we what else can we go from this? So there's also, yeah, hold on. I'm, I'm pulling up the podcast on my computer right now just so I can find out when the very first episode was. Because the very first episode I actually talked about, um, it was just me going through my Instagram and looking at Instagram posts and talking about them. Yeah, so July July 20th, I talked about um, Optic, Alan Ginter, Vlad Jr., and Wanda Franco, which if you are listening to this on Monday or Tuesday, Actually, the list has already been revealed, it's not, so it doesn't matter. But Wander Franco is the uh, number one prospect again, so that's pretty cool. So, I mean, that's pretty much, pretty much where I'm at now. I mean, I do Twitch not that often. Like, there's tons of smaller things that I'm kind of trying to build, and I think, it, you know, I I really like making the content. And the other thing I really like doing is like when people reach out to me on Instagram and have questions, I love kind of going back and forth because it gives me a different perspective on some things like because, you know, I'm not always 100% right about everything. And I, I do, I do like when people kind of share their opinions that may differ from mine, because like, I feel like that's the way that I'm going to, that's the one way that I learn well is because like all the stuff that I've done was, is almost counteracts what I originally thought about something. For example, 
I think I want to make a LinkedIn post about this, but like basically every single thing that I've done has been wrong the first time. <laughs> so like any type of design stuff or any type of like new piece of content, like anytime I post something, the first time it's basically almost always wrong and I almost have to fix it every single time. So like, I just want people to know that like, if you're going to try and do something, it's, it may not work the first time and, but you have to keep trying to do it because like, eventually even if it's even if it takes two or three times it's probably going to take more but uh it's not gonna i feel like there's almost a there's a 50 50 chance that what you're going to try and do isn't going to work the very first time that you try it that's just i don't know it's kind of hard for me to word it any differently than that because that's how from my experience that's what it's been like i've uh, like whether whether it's like a logo or it's like any type of new concept that I'm working on, the very first time I do it, I feel like I, I, I don't, and I don't, I don't feel like I see what's wrong with it when I'm doing it until afterwards and it's done. And then the next time you can fix it. You know, I've been obsessed trying to find this photo. And if anybody knows of this photo, I need you to send it to me because I cannot find it anywhere and I don't know how to find it. So Two Chains is a rapper. And like three or four years ago, there was this picture of him. So he has, the, he has a company called uh ceo and then with but after that it has like six more zeros like a, like a million dollars like that's the concept and he has that on he has that on a whiteboard and he has that at the top and then underneath that he has a bunch of businesses that he has crossed out that he worked on and i can't find the picture and i don't know if i'm even i might at this point I, I think i might have just like dreamed it or something because i can't find the picture anywhere went to his instagram but it's like so old at this point that i don't even know how far i'd have to scroll back and i don't even know what i'm looking for because i don't know what it was titled or anything but like there's this and it's basically just you know when you're starting something new if it's your first thing that's new i think you almost have to want to do it badly poorly i guess um because like when I just remember when I saw this picture, I was like, wow, that's crazy. I can't believe that. That I mean, that'll never happen. I, I'm, we're going to be, I'm going to be able to figure this out. And that, something like that will never happen. But like looking back on it, that's like the most relatable, like that's the most relatable post I've ever seen. Because like uh, uh, stuff that I didn't even talk about here, there's like, there's a company I tried to start called core four sports that worked I guess but I didn't really like it so I didn't want to do it anymore which was basically just an Instagram account that I was posting Boston sports videos like on Instagram um so I mean that was something that I tried to do that I didn't really like there was something called uh top sports art which was like a I bought an account on Instagram that had like 2,000 followers for like 10 bucks like a couple years ago and I was just posting reposting people's sports design work and again i it just it, i didn't like it so i didn't want to do it anymore um i mean i worked with music 411 i don't I, I guess i guess you could say it didn't technically work so like that was one another thing um let's see i mean i wouldn't say that a palm so a palmer media now is the design page that you can find where i have all this stuff I would say that one it worked and it would have probably continued to work but like realistically if i had continue to do that, I wouldn't be doing this. So like, it's weird. You look at it like almost like a butterfly effect where, because one thing didn't work, you have to start something new. And this new thing that I started is this. So, and you know, I, I was thinking about it last night and I was thinking like, what if I just stopped making sports card content? I just went and did something else. And I don't, I don't foresee myself ever doing that because I enjoy making the content. So like, 
And it's not that I didn't enjoy doing the sports design content. I did, and I still do. Like, and occasionally I'll try and put some stuff together, but I'm not. I'm a little bit rustier than I was when I was doing it every day. And I think that's one other thing that I kind of have talked about in the past is like when you are, when you're in something every day and you're doing something every day, you get better at it. And for me, it's more of um, the thing that I like getting better at is recognizing a piece of content and being able to make recognizing that something is a piece of content and then being able to make the content for myself, like recognizing a piece of news or like a story is something. And then being like, I can go make this content and then making it and having it posted within like half an hour to an hour, essentially. Um, and yeah, so I mean, not to scare, I didn't mean to scare everyone by saying that I'm going to stop making sports card content. Cause that's not what I meant. I was just thinking to myself, like, I've shown in the past that that's not something that I'm afraid to do. And that's not something that you should be afraid to do. Like if you're working on something and it's not exactly working, it's not, it's not a problem to just try and switch. Um, and this is kind of turning into a motivational podcast, I guess, but it's just something that I, 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 this is how I'm, this is how I feel about content and companies itself. And I consider making content a company because you can make money from making content, I guess. And I mean, other people do. And it's something that eventually I would like to do, um, you know, growing an audience and everything like that, um, I think is not easy. Um, and I think maybe people might think it is. I don't, I don't know if people think it is. Maybe people don't think it is. But granted, you know, I think like the content specific, like I'll, I'll go back to in TikTok for a little bit, like the informational type of content that I'm posting doesn't go super viral the same way that like, the Luca post does or like the uh, Mickey Mantle post does because it's not talking about like a high-end card per se. Um, and I'm all, so, and the thing is it's, it's okay to have not every post be like a million views because like the thing is about those informational posts, they're still important to the cadence of the content and it's still important to talk about something that you like rather than just something that's going to go viral which granted, I like talking about Luca and I like talking about Zion. So like, luckily those are two topics that do tech, they do tend to go viral whenever I make a post about them. Um, but either way, it's not, I'm not uh, only making Luca and Zion posts, which sometimes it may feel like I am because they just happen to be in the news the most. And that's just what ends up happening. But it's just something that, you know, you got to make what you want to make. Um, and you shouldn't be afraid to make whatever. I don't know. I don't, I'm trying to trying to be motivational without sounding like sappy here. Um, but that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. So that's who I am. Um, it's a backstory. That's comic book number one, as Gary V would say, maybe. Um, yeah, I hope everybody enjoyed that. I mean, a little bit of story time there. We're up at about 35 minutes, so. And I'm sure there's probably other stuff that I even forgot, to be honest. That's just all the stuff that I could think of as I was kind of doing doing it off the top of my head there. Um, but that's going to be it for the episode today. Uh, Heroes for Sale on Instagram. If you go to the link in my bio, you'll be able to find all the links to everything else. TikTok, Twitch, merch. Uh, there's a Zion filter that's in there still. Uh, let's see what else is. If you are buying cards on eBay, if you don't mind going to my profile there and then clicking the link, it, clicking the eBay link before because I get, um, I'm a, an affiliate on eBay. And that helps out the content by supporting it uh, through an affiliate, essentially. So that's going to be it for the episode, everybody. I hope you enjoyed uh, stepping into my world a little bit.
Uh, everybody, I will see you in the next one.